Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today we are talking about all of the events from, oh boy, it's a lot today, Uh, Friday, September 24th through today, which is Monday, September 27th. Um, So here's the thing. I'm going to try this this week and we're going to record, we're going to upload Tuesday through Saturday. I'm going to upload. There's no we involved in this. I just use the collective we as in like you all as well. Not that you are recording or uploading this, but uh, you know, anyway, uh, I'm going to upload Tuesday through Saturday because what I have learned and the way my new work schedule is, is I don't have a day off, like a day that I'm not working, uh, in one capacity or another. So like Saturdays used to be that day for me, uh, and are not now. And so that's fine, Um, but there are days when I just kind of like want to run around and be busy all day on Sunday, and then I don't have anything to record. So I'm going to try this week, a Tuesday through Saturday, and see if I like that anymore. Um, I'm just trying lots of different things, and by the end of the week, I could be like, yeah, no, I don't like this, um, and record on Thursday and be like, nope, I'll be back on Monday. Um, It just really depends on my management, time management skills, and right now those have not been the greatest. Uh, Not for lack of trying, just for uh, not being organized enough. So I've gotten myself a little more organized over the past few days, and so now we are going to jump in and talk about all of the events. Um, I'm hoping this isn't a super long episode, even though it is covering four days worth of stuff. And it was a kind of a busy four days, like in all honesty. So it's probably going to be a bit longer than average, but not too, too bad, I don't think. Um, So anyway, with all of that, we are going to jump right in and start with the British royal family, as there haven't been any public events from the Belgians uh, other than today King Philippe met with the Prime Minister. But that happens every week, so that's like not news. Um, So let's move over now to the British royal family. I have already failed in recording uh, as I forgot to feed my dog outside of her metal bowl and so now you hear her eating. I'm not going to take her food away. Uh, She'd be okay if I did, but like I'm not going to do that. So sorry, we're just going to have a throwback to where you can hear her eat her dinner. Um, So the weekend honestly for the UK was pretty calm and quiet. Um, There was one event on Friday. Um, public basing at least. Um, So on Friday, the Duchess of Cambridge visited the Lawn and Tennis Association youth campus type of thing um, to take part in the event that they were hosting with Emma Radicanu, um, who won the U.S. Open in the women's singles division and um, other British 
U.S. Open winners as well, um, who are kind of on their way, on, like, their victory tour at this point. Um, so it was all focused on lawn and tennis association, like, youth, and building up that grassroots, kind of the bench of great tennis players for the U.K. Um, so I thought that was really cool. Um, it was a very sporty event, like, Kate came to play tennis, like, tennis skirt, the whole, the whole get-up, um, and did play tennis, which is, I think, just fun. Um, events like that are fun. They don't happen very often, so when they do, it's just really, really fun. Um, I don't think I ever really talked about it too much, um, but Kate sent out, like, a personal tweet ahead of the U.S. Open, after the U.S. Open, um, just congratulating Emma on her win, um, and so today was, like, the first day they met after that, and maybe the first day they met, I'm not entirely sure, but certainly after the U.S. Open, um, and obviously Kate is, uh, president of the Lawn and Tennis Association, is that what her title is? President or patron? I'm not exactly sure which one is her title, um, I think it's patron, I, I, I don't know for sure, um, so she is very, very invested in tennis, but I just found that to be really a fun, entertaining event. Um, so that is what was going on in the UK on Friday. There haven't been any public-facing events throughout the last three days, including today, Monday. Um, there are a lot of bigger things happening this week. Um, well, like one big thing is happening tomorrow. Um which is really exciting, and I can't wait to talk about that. Uh, tomorrow's just, like, turning out to be an exciting day all around. Um, so anyway, with all of those updates, um, I am going to go ahead now, and we are going to move over to the Danish royal family. Denmark. Denmark is, I would say, by far has had the busiest four days, which if you would have asked me a few months ago if I thought Denmark would ever be the busiest country on an episode day, I would have laughed in your face because it never seemed like they would get to this point of busy again. Um, and it leads me to wonder if this is more their typical speed in a non-pandemic world. Like... Since the COVID restrictions in Denmark lifted earlier this month, it seems like we're seeing the Danish royal family more and more, um, which is great. And so I'm wondering if, how much of that low engagement count was attributed to the pandemic. And I don't have a good comparison. So like next year, 2022, will have to be my kind of benchmark for where they're at versus 2020 and 2021, which were both pandemic-filled years. Um, and it could just be like they have a much busier fall season um, than they do any other time. So it could just be like this is this is a spike in events and this is what it's what it is and then everything else is normal. I don't know, but I'm loving it. Um, so on Friday, Crown Princess Mary opened a new campus of the VIA University College, 
which is a university in Denmark that actually teaches its programs in English, um, which is awesome, I think. Um, not because, like, English needs to be the only language used in the world. I don't think that at all. Um, it just makes it very accessible for international students. So, in a situation where you are going to a school, you're typically not going to pick one in Denmark because Denmark, Swedish, like, unless you speak that language already, uh, those are very hard languages to even catch on to. Um, I've been doing this for two years almost, and I have just started to catch on to, like, Danish a little bit. Like, not even a lot. A little bit. Um, whereas, like, I've caught on to a lot more in Dutch. Not that I ever know what's completely happening, but, like, I certainly do not understand most words in any Scandinavian language. Norway, Danish, or Danish, or Swedish. Um, which is crazy. Like, nothing really registers. Um, so that, I think, just makes it really cool because it makes it more accessible to have an international student experience. Um, so she opened their new campus. So they had a previous campus, but they had been working on, like, building new things. And, um, so that is what she opened on Friday. And then Saturday, and you guys, I... I'm so upset with myself. Like, I have been legit beating myself up for days because I didn't realize that Saturday was the Crown Prince couple's prize, like, ceremony. I had no idea. It took me by complete surprise. When I got home from work on Saturday, uh, I'm, like, looking through social media, just part of, like, my come-home routine. I really wasn't doing a lot of work, and it jumped out at me that like what the Danish royal house was posting and I went oh my gosh I didn't know so that's one of the things that I've been implementing over the weekend um is like going back to having a weekly calendar kind of written out so I know what is happening each day or like what's scheduled to be happening each day so I don't miss big events um because I genuinely have no idea how I missed this one I think I was thinking it was going to be sometime in October because that's when it was the year prior. So I just was like, oh, well, it'll be sometime in October um, because everything's in October. Well, I was wrong. Um, and I understand that it's very close to October. I just did not. I, I didn't know. And so anyway, that was on Saturday. So what this is, is Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary for their wedding received a foundation in their name. I guess the Crown Prince couple is like their title-ish. Um, when they're together, it's their combined title. And so they created this ceremony out of that foundation that awards um, Danish culture and Danish social organizations for the work that they do. So they delivered four prizes in total, um, the culture award, the social organization award, and then two star awards, um, in talent and social work. So these are basically like four or two of like two culture awards and two social awards, but they have different names and different banners and like different, um, status. 
So like the star awards are a little bit higher status, quote unquote. Um, and I don't want to make it seem like the lower, quote unquote, again, awards are worth nothing. Like they are very prestigious because there's only four given out a year. Like they are still very prestigious. Um, I think it's just like a difference in notability. So, um, they also, ahead of the event, delivered, uh, or visited the King's Jelling, Yellings Museum, um, where they were able to, which holds a lot of, like, the Danish gold, so including the largest piece of gold ever mined in Denmark, um, is held in that museum, which I think is interesting. But also because I did not watch this live, I have now watched it today. Um, I watched it a couple days later. It's one of the things that I did today to be like, oh, let me catch up on work completely. Um, you know, last year there were like some really cute moments. It was kind of like the first big thing in Denmark to happen, especially in the royal circle, um, kind of outside of the pandemic. Like, we were certainly not on the outside of the pandemic in October. I recognize this last year. But, like, we were um, pretty new. We knew what to do in that case. And so um, there were just a lot of fun moments. And, like, this year I didn't feel like there were a lot of fun moments. Like, I haven't heard a lot of funny anecdotes. I don't speak Danish, so I, like, have no idea what actually was said. Um... But, like, there weren't any moments that stood out to me by during this event. Um, but it is still, of course, really, really fun. Um, it's a really important event each year. Um, and I still am, like, I can't believe I forgot it. So that was Saturday. Um, I wish I could have gone longer, but there are, like, two more days of events to go through in Denmark. There was a lot. So on Sunday, Queen Margrethe and Crown Princess Mary attended... A dinner for members of the army um, who have received the honorary medal. So this is an award that was created to mark the birthday of King Christian the tenth, who, if my remembering is correct, is Queen Margrethe's grandfather. Um, and so this award was created in 1945 to mark his birthday on September 26th, which is his birthday. Um, he was born in 1870, so I don't think there was, like, a significance to the year. Um, but there is a significance to September 26th. And so every three years, uh, the Army holds an honorary dinner for those uh, medal winners or merit winners. Um... And they also cycle through with the Air Force and the Navy. So, like, every year, I believe, one of these is happening. Um, I don't know if they always happen on September 26th or not, but it may be. Um, and it is, you know, one year's Army, one year's Navy, one year's Air Force, and then we cycle back through. So, this year was the Army's turn, so Queen Margrethe attended, Crown Princess Mary attended in the new female Army uniform, which, like... Yep, I'm okay with that. I'm here for it. Um, lots of women in uniform over the past couple days. Just throwing that out there. I'm okay. Um, so that was that event. <laughs> the, 
there is so much. Um, so I thought that was a really cool thing as well. Um, and then we get to today, which is Monday. Uh, and again, Crown Princess Mary, also somehow the busiest working member of the Danish royal family, I think. Not completely sure, but obviously these past four days, like, she's the only one who was on all four days. Um, just, again, throwing that out there. So, today she attended the Ministry of Education and Research's National Education Award Ceremony. So, she delivered awards to teachers who are inspiring and who are inspiring, inclusive, and innovative. Um, and this is like an annual event, so I remember talking about the same thing last year. Um, so I think this is an annual thing that Crown Princess Mary does. Um, and it's just like, again, a very cool event. So that was the weekend in Denmark. They had a lot. Um, there was just a lot going on in Denmark. Um, it was all wonderful, though, for sure, to watch. So with that, we are going to go ahead and move over to the Dutch royal family. The Netherlands. Again, in the Netherlands, it was a pretty busy past four days, um, but not quite as busy as Denmark. So still, like, more than one event or more than one day of events, but not quite a big, a big deal event every single day. Because that's what the weekend was for Denmark. Like, Saturday was a big day. Sunday was a big day. Friday and Monday, meh. Regular days, but, like, combined with Saturday and Sunday days, a lot going on. Um, so, anyway, on Friday, King Willem Alexander swore in a new minister of foreign affairs and a new minister of defense. Um, so, this is part of, like, the ongoing government change-up in the Netherlands. Um... They held elections back in April or May. I can't remember exactly when. Um, and still have not formed a complete government yet. Uh, it is still in a caretaking status with the current prime minister. But I'm not sure um, if these changes in ministers have... Because, like, these are kind of top-tier ministries, so I'm not sure if this has anything to do with, like, the changes in government that could be coming down. I like, I don't know. Um, but like obviously a minister of foreign affairs and a minister of defense are like pretty top tier, like in the U S which is what I can relate things to because I'm from the States. Uh, it's pretty common in a presidential transition that, you know, who the secretary of state and the secretary of defense, which are our ministers of foreign affairs and minister of defense. Um, you know who those are, at least named pretty quickly uh, because they are such important stations. Like, they are such important jobs um, for continuity of government. Like, it is very important that those leadership roles are established. So this seems to me like a big deal, but again, I'm not from the Netherlands. I don't know um, the ins and outs. And I couldn't find, like, a ton of information on English newspapers, and I still haven't found, like, I found some good, like, gossipy column, like, magazines to talk about the royals, but I haven't found, like, a good, 
uh, like newspaper for the Netherlands to go to like their website. Like I don't know who they're, I guess I do. I just don't frequent it, um, which I can start doing. I was like, I'm like, I don't know who their public broadcaster is to find out this information, which is where I get like most of my Spanish, British, Belgian information from, um, like about the specifics of the government situation. Um, so anyway, that was Friday. On Saturday, King Willem Alexander and Queen Maxima attended a celebration of the 100th anniversary of the Bach Society. So Bach as in Johann Sebastian Bach, uh, the composer, famed classical musician, um, who apparently maybe is Dutch. Um, and so this was a celebration, a dinner, and a, I think concert was involved as well. Um, but the way the like press release described it, was like multiple, like maybe a main concert and then little mini feed off concerts. I don't really know. Um, but it looks like they had a good time from the few pictures that I've seen. Um, again, Dutch Royal Household, please start releasing more pictures than just one. Like for the past two events, I've gotten just one picture, um, which is hard. Um, so then we get to Monday. So on Monday, Queen Maxima, Monday, on Monday, today, Today, Queen Maxima attended the King Willem I lecture, um, followed by a dinner with winners of the King Willem I prize um, of the of previous years. So, King Willem I Foundation is a foundation based on um, entrepreneurial entrepreneurial opportunities, as well as um, conversations with entrepreneurs and other business leaders. So, it's like a business award. Um, so today the lecture was focused on entrepreneur, entrepreneurship, um, but that is like the extent of the information that I have on that. So again, a full day of events. There was also an announcement made today, and I really wasn't sure if I was going to mention it or not, but I will, um, since she is the heir to the throne. So Princess Amalia is turning 18 in December, and today it was announced that there is going to be a book uh, and it was announced by the Dutch royal household that there is going to be a book uh, released in November that, while Amalia, of course, did not write it, um, actually took part in like some interviews for the author to get to know her um, and learn about her. And so this book seems like it's really going to be like the introduction to the people um, for their future queen. So I think it's really cool. Um, like I said, she like took part in like conversations. Um, she took the author to, like, the stables. Apparently, Amalia is, like, I mean, we all kind of knew, like, she rode horses, but, like, she loves riding horses. So, like, she says, like, if you really want to know me, this is how. Um, I guess there's going to be some pictures released in the book that are from her own collection. Um, so pretty cool, all in all. Um, I might try and get my hands on it. I'm not sure yet. One, because... International shipping is super duper expensive, um, and it's going to be in a language I can't read. So I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Maybe if it's like on a Kindle or something, maybe then I'll purchase it. Um, I certainly don't mind doing that, but I don't know that I want to pay international shipping fees for a book that I can't ever actually read. So we'll see. Um, but certainly I think it'll be a very interesting way um, and a new way to, like, introduce 
her um, and also it is a milestone birthday so like this is the first of what will probably be at least a few things coming down the the pike for her birthday celebration um, so that is what was going on in the Netherlands so now we are going to move over to Norway Norway was relatively quiet over the past three days, but not so much so that I can just skip them um, because there were a few things going on. So Friday, typical Friday day, um, King Harald attended the Council of State, as did Crown Prince Akun. This happens every Friday, nothing new there. Um, but then the Crown Prince Akun also took part in a board meeting for the Crown Prince Couple Foundation. Um, so again, pretty boring stuff on Friday, but then today, Monday, Crown Prince Akun attended the opening day of Oslo Inno Innovation Week. Um, and so today he had like a roundtable discussion with 15 business owners um, to discuss the changing environment around entrepreneurship and their experience over the past little while while those changes are happening. Um, so it looked to be a really interesting discussion uh, just from pictures and like I've seen a clip or two as well. Um, again, no real recognition of what's happening other than like what's reported on that I can translate to English. Um, but it seemed like a pretty good discussion about opportunities that are presenting themselves in a much different way than, you know, 20, 30 years ago. Um, so over the last decade, this entrepreneurship wor world has really expanded and become more accessible and very easy to reach. Um, and so I think that's like a really good step in a lot, in a good direction, um, for a country that is struggling somewhat with employment, um, in terms of like getting younger people employed, like having business, um, opportunities like that. So for people to start their own business, I think is really cool. Um, so that is what was going on with the Norwegian Royal family. There are some future, um, big things coming up that I'm really excited to see. Um, I think the first one is tomorrow. Um, so we will see hopefully some good stuff there. Um, but for now we are going to move over to the Spanish Royal family. Spain. Spain is a country that, again, has been pretty busy, but only on the work days, not on, like, Saturday and Sunday. So we've got some nice little bookends going on here. Um, so on Friday, King Felipe visited Legroño, um, which is a city in the autonomous community of La Rioja, which is in, like, northern Spain. Um, it's also, like, the wine region in Spain. Just saying. Um... And he was there to mark the 500th anniversary of the siege of the city by the French. So you would think, if you're like me, you would think this is an odd thing to celebrate. A city being, you know, captured, basically, and tortured and 
coming into French rule. Not that that part was necessarily the bad part, but like a pretty gruesome siege doesn't sound like a thing we should celebrate. But what it focused on is the way the people got through this really tough time. Um, La Rioja is very, um, it's very close to like France and Andorra, which are like right there. Like it's very close to France. So it has very, um, good soil. It can grow grapes and, you know, then therefore make wine and breads and like all the things. Um, so you can sustain yourself off the land in La Rioja. Um, and so that is what was discovered and that is what made this region now become like the wine region that it is, um, which I think is awesome. And so it was just like a really good experience. Like they learned how to take care of themselves and how to fend for themselves in this really, um, drastic time. So that's what it was celebrating, which seems very strange. I know that's how I felt. I was like, this is a weird thing to celebrate, but okay, we'll go with it, Spain. Um, and so during his visit, um, he toured around the city, which I have missed these and didn't know I missed them until like I saw photo and video of it. Um, this is a thing that like, I mean, they did this during the tour in the summer of 2020 where they visited all 17 autonomous communities. Um, but like, this is what these used to happen like monthly in Spain, um, where King Felipe would go somewhere and like spend the day in the city that he visited, um, doing different things. Like there was usually a main purpose that he was there and then he did other things as well. Um, and so this is what that was basically. So they toured around the city, he did, um, and then he visited the city hall where he took part in like discussions with representatives from around the city, like from different aspects of city life. Um, you know, municipal, uh, just in influential people, um, etc. So that is what his Friday looked like. And then meanwhile, or kind of, um, Queen Letizia had a digital message go out to the state conference for people with intellectual or developmental disabilities. So she recorded this probably a few days prior. Um, I can't remember like what day she wore the green dress anyway. Um, so it was pre-recorded message focusing on the importance of like taking care of and learning more and more about responsible care, ethical care, etc., for people with different disabilities. Um, so that is what was going on on Friday. Again, very quiet weekend, nothing Saturday or Sunday. And then today they were in Portugal. So King Felipe and Queen Letizia were in Portugal today. Um, again, neighboring country, uh, but they were there to attend the opening of the Botan uh, Chimpalamod Pancreatic Cancer Center. I think I butchered both of those names. I even watched this thing and I still think I butchered both of the names. Um, but this is the first dedicated pancreatic cancer center hospital like in the world. Um, it has everything from operating rooms to a chemo like drop-in center, like not drop-in, but like 
where you go for your chemo appointment. Um, it has all of that included in it. Um, so like from the tiniest piece, I'm sure there's probably a lab there too, which is even smaller than a chemo visit. Um, like from the tiniest piece to the biggest thing that you could have happen. Um, there's an ICU unit, like everything is, I love that I just said ICU unit anyway. Um, cause the U and U ICU is four unit anyway. Um, sorry. It has everything. So they were walking around, they were visiting, they were touring, and then there was an opening ceremony um, where both uh, King Felipe spoke, the president of the Shampalamov uh, Foundation, and um, there were some musical performances as well. Uh, the president of Portugal and King Felipe both uh, gave like orders for Portugal we'll talk about this in a second, to the, um, the, Bot the Botten family. Um, so the Botten family is, they're actually Spaniards, um, who donated 50 million euros to make this project possible. So obviously it is named for them, um, cause that's a hefty sum of money. So it is named for them and, uh, they partnered with the Champalamad Foundation to do this. Um, and so the president of Portugal decided to present them with orders. Um, so he and King Felipe delivered them, even though they're Portuguese orders. Uh, it was just convenience cause it was the husband and wife. Um, and then before the actual event today, King Felipe and Queen Letizia had lunch with president D'Souza, um, and had like a private meeting kind of thing. Um, this is also like, I swear the third or fourth time they've met up with President D'Souza. It's been a lot this year, I think. Maybe it hasn't. I don't know. It feels like it maybe has been. But anyway, um, obviously, I mean, they're neighboring countries, so this is pretty expected. It's just seems like a lot. Seemed like a lot last year when we were in the middle of a pandemic, too. Like, in the throes of a pandemic. Um, so that is what was going on in Spain. They also have a busy few days as well. Um, tomorrow is a pretty busy day for them. And then they have separate agendas the rest of the week, but tomorrow's a busy day as well. Um, so with that, we are gonna move over to the Swedish royal family. Sweden. Usually Sweden is not one of the busiest. I mean, well, that's not, that hasn't been true lately. It used to be that Sweden was not one of the busiest countries, um, but now they are seeming to be. So they had events every day, but Saturday. Uh, so still a little below Denmark, but not much. Um, so today, no, we're going to start with Friday, not today. Um, on Friday, King Carl Gustav reestablished the Dragon Regiment in Norland, which is um, a unit that was disbanded in 2004 and has just been reestablished um, to meet new different needs. Um, so he was able to give a speech, visit with the troops, um, and also see like the new equipment provided to the regiment because obviously like equipment from a disbanded regiment in 2004 is going to be very outdated. Um, 
So that was King Carl Gustav's event. And then we have Crown Princess Victoria also visiting a regimen. So she visited the life regiment for the Swedish army um, and the soldiers residence in Carlsberg. Um, so both of them in uniform, which was lovely on Friday. Uh, I don't know. It's just something different, something fun. You don't see Victoria in uniform very often. She has one. She's done the things, but very fun nonetheless. Um, so she was able to learn about the history of the regiment and their day-to-day -day activities. Um, she also was like driving a quad, like a quad. I, I don't know what else to call it. Uh, ATV, I think is another word. Um, we call them quads where I'm from. Like that's what you ride, but it's, I think it's an all-terrain vehicle. Um, so an ATV, like full, uh, badassery all the way, loved it, amazing, future queen, loved the things. Um, so that was Friday. It was a great day on Friday. Um, Saturday there was nothing, and then Sunday King Carl Gustav and Queen Sylvia were in the cities of Petia and Louis and Lulia, um, to attend ceremonies in both of those cities celebrating their 400th anniversary. So both of these cities are in Norbotten County, which will come up in just a second. Um, but they were part of an acquisition done by a, a king. I think it was Gustav Adolf the Fifth or something. I don't really know. Um, I read it, but like it, it anyway, it didn't translate well. Um, and so 400 years ago, that happened. Also, it seems odd that it would be Christoph or Gustav Adolf. That's, I mean, it could be. Maybe it was just a Gustav. I, I don't know. Um, but anyway, so that is what Saturday was, or Sunday. Those looked like really fun things, but then they kind of tie into today, which was the visit to Norbotten County, which is the 11th stop of the Swedish Royal Tour of the 21 counties in Sweden. Um, so we are halfway, we are over halfway done now at this point. Um, and so during the day, a lot of the time they were in Lulia and Petia again, um, but they visited today more like modern things uh, and actually did like a working visit. Um, so they visited the local hospital where there were the meetings about the situation ongoing in the county um, due to COVID. Uh, they also took part in a meeting um, with universities. They visited a farm. They visited the local airport, which does a lot of um, health things. So there was a lot going on um, today with that. Um, I think we have a week, like there are no more visits this week, I think. Um, so while I have made my like, oh, here's what's happening on the week ahead, I haven't actually filled it out yet because it spent, I spent a lot of time like making it and also revamping a lot of my systems to make sure like I'm staying on track a little bit better. Um, September has just taught me like, okay, something's got to change a little bit in October. Um, so that is where we are at. So I am going to finish up this episode um, and I will talk to you all tomorrow. Um, but please, in the meantime, check out thedailyroyal.com, The Daily Royal on Instagram, where all of these photos of events will be posted. Um, like and review the podcast wherever you are listening. And I will talk to you all tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday. Bye.